0: Hey, good to see you here. You are currently listening to Inspire Church Metro Manila. We are one church in multiple locations, and we exist to inspire people to fulfill their God-given potential. We are so glad that you're tuning in right now. Welcome home. Learn more about us by visiting inspiremetro.live. Lean in and enjoy. Welcome to Inspire Church. It's Sunday. It is a special day. This is a holy moment. We got the crew over here in our lobby of our new venue over here in Ayala Vertis North. Hey look I'm so glad you're tuning in. I know you're not probably able to come in person yet but listen you are still part of the family. You're still part of the community. You are our online location and so I need you to know God has a word for you. God has a plan for you. And I'm excited to go into part two of our series called Wide Awake. So you guys ready to jump in right into the Word of God? I'm reading from Acts chapter 20, verse 7. And it goes like this. On the first day of the week, we gathered with local believers to share in the Lord's Supper. Paul was preaching to them. And since he was leaving the next day, he kept talking until midnight. The upstairs room where we met was lighted with many flickering lamps. And as Paul spoke on and on, a young man named Eutychus. That's a great name right there. Eutychus. Eutychus means fortunate. It means lucky. But look at what happens to this lucky man. Sitting on the windowsill, he became very drowsy. Finally, he fell, where does say, fell sound asleep. And dropped three stories to his death <laughs> below Paul went down bent over him and took him into his arms don't worry he said he's alive then they all went back upstairs shared in the Lord's Supper and ate together Paul continued talking to them until down until dawn and then he left meanwhile the young man was taken home alive and well and everyone was greatly relieved this is one of the most peculiar stories in the Bible but this is where I want to focus on today because the message of the title or the message of the title the title of the message is this you ready now is not the time to fall asleep now is not the time to fall asleep Lord I pray right now in the name of Jesus I pray that you speak to us Lord I pray Father God that we will hear the lessons from Eutychus That we will be able to stay wide awake that we will be able to anticipate to 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 prepare lord god for what you have for us and i pray for every single person tuning in right now lord god lord god we are here we are leaned in and so i pray lord that we will not be distracted because for such a time as this you have prepared the world you have prepared us for this moment to hear your word to receive your word And to grow, Lord God. So, Lord, help me to preach. Help us to listen. In the name of Jesus Christ, everybody, online types, amen, 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 amen. Come on, high-five somebody, amen. I love it, I love it. It's so cool, it's so cool. Now is not the time to what? To fall asleep. Now is not the time to fall asleep. Here's an interesting scripture, if you're reading it, Acts chapter 20, verse 7, and it continues to move forward. It's so interesting, this scripture, because you have, first of all, Luke. Luke is known as the physician, he's a doctor, he's in a sense one of the most technical writers of the gospel. He was hired by a man named Theopolis. Theopolis said, I want you to follow around Jesus, I want you to follow around his, his believers, the followers, the disciples. And I want to know everything that needs to be known about the way. Like I want to know about Jesus. I want to know about his story. I want to know everything. So write in detail. This is the story of Luke. So the book of Luke and the book of Acts is written from that vantage point. That he is specific. He is direct. He he writes down every detail. So everything that you will read from the book of Luke or from the book of Acts, it is there because it is important. So here you have this peculiar story, this strange story. I'm letting you know if I'm the writer of this gospel, I'm not going to include this story. Right? Because if you think about it, you have this young boy. They call him Young. So he might be at the age of 9 to 14 years old. But they also call Young the slaves. So he's either 9 to 14 years old or he's around from 20 to 30 years old. So wherever you fit, right, if you're from 9 to 14, this is about you. If you're in your 30s, this is about you. If you're feeling young, this is about you. So Paul has been going all around uh, the, the area, all around this area. And now he's in Troas. And he's been preaching the gospel. He's been sharing about the good news. He's been sharing about what, how to live the faith. He's been sharing all of these things. And so now is almost his last day. He's going to leave the country, he's going to leave the area, travel by ship, and he's going to begin to um, start a new journey. And so Luke says, all right, this is his last day here, I got to write down everything that happens. So the, the saints gather. They're gathering in this home, they're, they're staying there, they're going to have communion, they're, they're eating, they're breaking bread together. It's a special moment. You know, if someone is leaving, right, what's it called in Tagalog when it... Despedida, right? Desped. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they're having a party. They, they want to hear what Paul has to say. All of a sudden, there's a guy named Eutychus. Eutychus is there, and he wants to hear also. He might have had a long day of work. He's now ready. He's off, and he wants to hear the message of Paul. The problem, though, is he is on the third floor, and he's sitting on a windowsill right so he he's he's in and he's out I don't know what is going on but he found a place where it seems like nobody else is sitting yeah. so he's sitting in a window it's not my place that I would choose but he's sitting in a window and unfortunately Paul is speaking and is sharing and unfortunately Eutychus starts to drowse off you ever been sleepy yeah. right you ever been like <clears throat> right like like you don't want to sleep but you're sleepy yeah. And he falls asleep to the point where it is one of the most worst and dangerous decisions he has ever done. He falls asleep to the point where he literally has lost control. I don't know how sleepy you can be until you lose full control. And he loses full control and he falls out three stories. Three stories. Ah! three stories to the point literally he dies he dies but thank God Paul goes up to him and lays his body on him prays a miracle and says the boy lives and I love it he after that he's alive and they continue let's go let's keep going I'm leaving soon let's keep going I am leaving soon let us keep going Our 1st read we could sympathize with Eutychus Oh nga, no. Yeah, of course Eutychus is gonna fall. He's been working all day. He's a servant, he's a slave, or he's young. And so Paul, because he Paul, di ba. Right? It says that his sermon went all night past midnight. Shem Right? and sometimes in our culture we could blame the speaker. We can blame the preacher. Of course, he preached a six-hour message. It's hot in the room. The, the, the lights are flickering. Eutychus is, you know, he's tired, you know. Paul should have been more interesting. But please understand, sometimes we could look at this from our point of view. Our worldview is a worldview of Entertainment want to be entertained we want the catchy phrases we want the twitterable, twitterable status right we want the the twitterable quotes the facebook quotes right and because in our culture information is at the tips of our fingers if we want to know something we could get to the bottom of it i just want the facts right but in this culture they would have understand this is such a special moment we can't just google search what paul is going to say we can't do a video recap from the creative team from Direct Angelica. We can't see from the podcast of the sermon. We can't re watch this from a rebroadcast. Like, this is such an important time that they need to sit there and really grasp the Word of God. In this culture, they would have seen someone falling asleep. That is a tragedy. And you and I, we gotta look at that. Eutychus is not kawawa Eutychus. Eutychus is not a boy who is like, oh, kasi, he's, a, he, he's a product of his environment. hindi kaya. you know, yung opportunity No. The thing is, Eutychus had a say how he will receive the Word of God. I'm bringing this all up to you because you and I, this is such a time where we must not fall asleep. We're living in a society, we're living in a time, we're living in a season that we cannot be caught falling asleep. We can't be so used to hearing positive words, positive messages. I've got podcasts, I've got sermons, I've got Spotify. If I want to hear somebody, Google search. I've got so many pastors I could. I don't need a home church. I could just find what I need to hear for that certain moment. Please understand that is all good. But it's not healthy. We're in a season where we could lull ourselves to sleep thinking we are all okay. But Luke literally wrote this down. And he placed this account so that the believers, listen to me, would see the theme, be wide awake. Be wide awake. This is not the time to fall asleep. This was literally written down so that the believers in Christ, the followers of Christ, can read this and see and be offered a moral guidance how to stay awake. The Bible talks about sleeping. It does not talk about it in good terms. Whenever you hear somebody fall asleep in the Bible, it's usually because they missed out on something. It's usually because they didn't obey. It's usually because they're they're sluggards. They're, They're lazy. It's usually because they are not taking advantage of the moment. So Luke is giving us this account because he wants us to take advantage of this moment. God wants to remind you and wants to remind me that it's time to be wide awake. Because if we're like Eutychus, we'll be in danger of falling asleep. We can't fall asleep. It's a danger of the same thing. We could be in danger right now from being lulled to sleep. We're in a season where we could just be like, okay Whatever just happens, happens. If it's God's plan, it's God's plan. Please understand, we cannot allow ourselves to stop living. Look at Eutychus. Please understand, Eutychus was fully awake fully asleep like he was there but he wasn't there and eventually he falls asleep in a sense Luke is trying to say be careful of spiritual paralysis you know you ever have sleep paralysis right before I, I always thought multa, multa. and yes there are times where there's spiritual warfare but most of the time it's just spiritual paralysis you know what spiritual paralysis is spiritual paralysis is this that you are in a state of relaxation you are in a state of falling asleep that your brain fall, i mean your body falls asleep before your brain does so literally your body is i'm but your brain has not computated that your body is asleep so your brain is still active your brain is telling your body move but your body is saying nit So now you're freaking out because you want to move, but you can't move. So the same goes with spiritual paralysis. That maybe you know what you're supposed to do. Maybe you know the plans God has for you. Maybe you know the promises God has for you. But you physically can't do anything about it. Because we let ourselves asleep. Is this making sense? What's worse, if we're not careful, our spiritual vitality can fall as fast as the boy fell from the third floor. One day he's up, in the next second he's down. You ever been in that position? One day you're like, oh my gosh, God is so good. The next day you're like, I, I think I'm losing my faith. How could that happen so fast? How could one one day you could be so courageous and and singing worship songs, and the next day you you feel like you're falling from grace? Could it be you're being lulled asleep? Could it be you're falling asleep? Could it be you're not being wide awake? Please understand, this is the season. I'm telling you, I'm just repeating myself because it's so important. This is the season where we need to be wide awake. I f- I felt it when I was praying about this series. I felt God saying, "Hey, we gotta be wide awake. We gotta be wide awake. First of all, we gotta be wide awake because I- I'm gonna tell you the truth. We are nearing to the end. Please understand. You know, I'm not that end times prophetic type of pastor where like you better repent because boom, you're rapture, right? But I need you to understand the end is happening soon. Every prophetic or pro- prophecy that goes before the rapture has already been set in place the only thing that we are waiting for now is the rapture and the bible says it can come at any time <laughs> <right? laughs> it, could, it could come at any time meaning we don't have that much time to live we don't have not that much time. And so if we know the journey is ending, we got to maximize it right now. We still got family members that need to know about Jesus. We still got friends. We still got coworkers. We need to know. And we got to be wide awake because there's so much at stake. There's souls at stake. There's lives at stake. There's families at stake. And the future you, please understand, the future you, if you, if oh man, if the future you could talk to you right now, the future you would tell you, don't give up. The future would tell you, don't lose focus. The future would tell you, the future you would tell you, don't fall for those, those, those can I say stupid? Those stupid sins. Why give up everything for that trivial Vanishing. it's time it's time it's time because I'm gonna let you know we're all being pulled to sleep world would love us to focus on just ourselves we would like to just focus on your dreams I love your dreams but I need you to understand God's dreams for you are better than your dreams for yourself and so we got to be wide awake because you're going to find yourself in a position where you are falling asleep you will have you ever been like if you drive or you've been on a commute you've been on a jeep have you ever been in a position where you want to fall asleep I remember driving after high school, and we would go play basketball, and I would drive home, and sometimes it would be so traffic, and I'm driving, and literally, I'm on the freeway, and I'm like, I'm like, like I want to sleep, and so I do whatever I can, I'm slapping myself, I'm getting water, I'm pouring my water, I'm playing the music loud, I'm singing along, even though I don't, I'm just going, right? I just, I'm trying to scare myself, hey. right, I'm trying, you ever do that? Like, I'm trying to do anything I can to stay awake. Please understand. Eutychus should have done anything he could and everything he could to stay awake. The reason why he fell is because he allowed himself to fall asleep. I am telling you, and I am urging you, and I am begging you, and I am challenging you, and I am encouraging you. Don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. Oh, you could praise God. That Kenneth praised God. They fell asleep, but now they woke up. You got to, listen to me, you got to do everything you can to stay wide awake. Don't fall asleep on God. Don't fall asleep on his plans. Don't fall asleep on his purpose. And because this is in the Bible, we can learn lessons from Eutychus. How do I make make sure I stay wide awake? You guys ready for this? How do I stay stay wide awake? Number one, write this down. Realize there is no in-betweens. There is no in-betweens. We can get in a lot of trouble. Living in the in-betweens. Look at Eutychus. Eutychus is trying to be in both worlds. He's sitting in a windowsill. Part of him is there. Focused on Paul. Focused on the gospel. Focused on the teacher. But the other part of him is outside. Focused on the refreshing wind of the world. Focused on the outside. Well, he is in and he is out at the same time. He's trying to stay involved, but he's also trying to stay outside. Listen to me, there is a danger when you try to live in between. There is a danger when part of you is, I love Jesus, I love serving, I love God, but the other part of you loves, I love this, I love doing that, I love the world, I love him, I love her. Does she love Jesus? <laughs> this part does. Woo! Am I preaching to somebody? When we want the blessings of God, but we also want the freshness of the winds of the world, you will find yourself at risk. He placed himself in a dangerous position. The reason why he fell was because he placed himself in a dangerous position. I need you to understand, you are at risk of falling if you find yourself trying to be in both worlds. You got to decide today, where are you sitting? Are you fully in or are you fully out? You got to choose. You can't play. Listen, I'm preaching today. I'm either all in, leaning, learning, growing, or I'm all out. It's really tough to try to be a weekend warrior. It's really tough to try to make your relationship with Jesus just a hobby on the weekend. You know what a hobby does? A hobby makes you feel good to relax on the weekend so you can go back to work on the weekday. Some people have a hobby of golfing. People have a hobby of cycling. Some people have a hobby of playing sports. I need you to understand, you got to check yourself and ask yourself, is my hobby going to church? Because church and Jesus is not meant to be a hobby. To make you feel all good and then go back to your old ways during the week. You can't be in between. Matthew 6.33 says, seek Him in all His righteousness. You got to go all in. Type in the chat, I'm going all in. Philippians 3.13 says this, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. In other words, Paul is saying, I'm not perfect. I still get sleepy. And sometimes I nod off, but I'm not going to place myself in a position where I fall off. Hey, look, look, we all nod off. We'll all lose focus from time to time, but don't let your nodding off end up being falling off. Get stuck in the in-betweens. Second one, write this down. How do I make sure I stay wide awake? Create the right atmosphere for growth. Create the right ast- atmosphere for growth. <laughs> How many guys here start working from home? Right? Working from I'm going to let you know. Working from home is fun. But it reminds me of the story of sailors. A mythical creature called the siren. The siren would lull the sailors to sleep. And they said the siren would sing. Would sing. And they would be drawn to the song, not knowing that they were being drawn to the rocks. And eventually their ship would crash. I'm letting you know. If you're like me, you've been working from home, my bed has been the siren. Come on now. yeah. It's like, oh, come to bed. You could work from bed. Nobody will know. You're not at work, you're at home, just relax, do your work. But the, the closer you are to bed, the more you'll find yourself falling asleep. There's no such thing as having your laptop on bed and being focused. you will fall asleep. Is it just me? I know for a fact that once I wake up, I got to wake up. Once I wake up, I got to get in the shower. Once I wake up, I got to change. Even if I'm not going anywhere. Sometimes my wife goes, where are you going? Nowhere. I'm going to work. I got to change, right? I got to make sure I'm in the zone. Eutychus is on the third floor by the windows. The oil lamps are burning, are flickering. I don't know what he's doing on the third floor. I don't know why he's up there because please understand there are so many oil lamps. And these are burning up the oxygen. The higher, you're, higher up you are, the less oxygen there is. And so he's being lulled to sleep. Please understand, you might be saying, maybe there's no room for him. He's just a servant. Maybe he couldn't get into the front. He's just a child. Maybe that's the only position that he has. I need you to understand that he had every right to create an atmosphere for growth. Because last time I read the Bible, I've seen so many people that were locked out. So many people that had no space, so many people that had no opportunity, but they made the opportunity. I remember a story of friends. They brought their paralytic friends to the house. There was no room. What did they do? They broke the roof. I remember this woman who passed all of her shame and said, I don't care what they say. I don't care what they'll do. I'm getting past this crowd and I'm just going to touch the hem of the robe of Jesus so I can be healed. I remember the stories of so many people that said I just want to be around Jesus who's that little man who went up on the tree Zacchaeus and he went past his pride I don't care what people will say about me I don't care if people will look at me I'm gonna do everything I can but that I can see Jesus Eutychus could have done anything he can he didn't have to settle Well, this is the only place I have this is the only room hey look 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 make room let faith proceed and let action follow let your faith go forward make room create the right atmosphere create the right atmosphere how's the atmosphere around you how's the atmosphere in your home how's the atmosphere at your work what can you change? First Samuel 3 verse 9 says, Speak, Lord, or your servant is listening. I wonder how many times we say, God, I can't hear you. It's because we're setting the wrong atmosphere. Please understand, you could set the atmosphere at home with a playlist, with some worship music, before you go to sleep, stop scrolling Facebook and Instagram. Why would you go to sleep comparing your lives with everybody and anybody? When you could define your life on how God looks at you through his word and his promises. We got to stay wide awake. Lord, let me hear you. What if in the early in the morning we say, Lord, let me hear you. Lord, let me hear you. Create the right atmosphere. What is the right atmosphere for you? Create the right atmosphere. Well, all my kids, they're crazy. I know. I know. You can create the right atmosphere. Don't make the circumstance your excuse. And the last one is this. You ready? Build the right circle. Build the right circle. Build the right circle. Listen to me. Your personal relationship with Jesus does not have to be a private relationship you need a circle of friends that won't let you sleep you do I'm surprised that Eutychus was able to fall off like nobody was looking out for him nobody was watching him Nobody was saying, bro, 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 wake up. Bro, dito ka dito. Ka. Bro, ka, Bro, you're falling. Look, nobody in their right mind would literally sit next to their friend and just watch them fall asleep and gradually fall off the building. Nobody would be like, oh, tignan mo. Sayang. Lugo, siya, oh best friend ko, oh. nahulog siya. Oh, oh. Ko. Ko? Nahulog na? No. If you literally see your friend physically about to fall, if you see your mom about to fall, if you see a family member about to fall, would you not do something about it? Would you not run and grab them? Would you not save them? So then, why? we see people spiritually falling asleep would we ever just look at them and watch them slide why would we ever just look at them and just say pray na lang tayo why would we ever look at them and not do something about it I've got some great friends that if they ever catch me sliding If they ever catch me falling, if they ever catch me dozing off, they have every right to slap me in my face to throw some water upon me, to tell somebody close to me, to get me off that windowsill. You need the right circle of friends, not to just watch you fall, not to just say, oh, not to just be like, oh, no, we need to have the friends that will slap us in the face, that will say, wake up, that will say, come on, God has a dream. God wants you awake. God has a plan for you. Whenever someone is close into my circle. Like I got this team here. I've not asked everybody, but I should ask everybody. I know I asked you, I've asked you. Right? I've asked you for money. I I I I usually say this. Whenever someone says, Can I can you disciple me? Can you help me grow? The main thing I ask is this. Do I have permission to speak about anything in your life? Because then when I see them dozing off, I see them falling asleep. I see them with one leg in and one leg out. I go up to them and I said, you, excuse me. Can I say something to you? Because remember you gave me permission? And we're like, yeah. Because what you're doing is dangerous. What you're doing, you know, is going to lead you into temptation. What you're doing is going to lead you to a fall. What you're doing is going to hurt you. And so we must get off. A worldview of well, they're judging me. We are not judging you. We are loving you off the windowsill. We are loving you, pulling you off. We are loving you, saying, No, get off. We don't want you to fall. Proverbs 18:24 says, One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. Unreliable friends will let you slide. Unreliable friends will let you into that relationship unreliable friends well but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother who'll stick close to you who'll grab on to you who pull you Proverbs nineteen twenty. listen to advice and accept discipline and at the end you will be counted among the wise so if only Eutychus if only Eutychus didn't sit in between If only Eutychus didn't allow the atmosphere to lull him to sleep, but he created the atmosphere to keep him away. If only Eutychus had the right circle around him we would have not seen him fall. Listen to me. You don't have to fall. 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 Listen to me. Get off that windowsill. Get off playing both sides. Get off being in the middle. Come on, move forward. Come on, trust God. Come on, get to church. Come on, come on. Stop playing games. Come on. You got to move towards what God has in store for you. But some of us here who are tuning in, Nolan, I've fallen already. Messed up already. I did this the unquestionable. I stepped into the dangerous. I think I've fallen from grace. I don't even know why I'm watching. It's just out of habit. But I don't think God loves me anymore. I don't think the church will accept me anymore. I don't know what I'm doing. Thank God for the story of Eutychus. Because yes, it was his fault. And yes, he did fall. But he never fell from grace. Because Paul stopped what he was doing and went to Eutychus and brought life once again. He literally died, but it was brought to life once again. So if you've fallen, you feel like you've fallen from grace, please understand grace pursues you. Grace has a name, His name is Jesus. And so if you're Eutychus, you feel like you're fallen. Would you allow Jesus to catch you? You ready? Gotta call out to him. It's gotta call out to him. Would you say this prayer with me? Would you say, Jesus, catch me. Be my savior. I wanna be back. I wanna be in. Forgive me of my sins. In Jesus' name. And so, friend, you're in. You can never fall from grace because grace is always there to receive you. Come on, let's give God a praise. And so, like I said, stay wide awake. There's so much more. There's so much more God wants to do in your life. So, every time you feel yourself nodding off, please understand that you're in betweens. Are you plugged in? Are you coming to church? All right, come on now, right? Are you coming? You got a connect group? You got some friends around you? And you can say latang friends, right? So why? Then make new friends. Because if your friends are willing for you to fall out a window, most likely they're not your friends, they're your acquaintance. Just because you've known them all your life doesn't mean they're your friends. It's time to make new friends. Get in a connect group. Find some next steps. And get ready to see and live a life wide awake. Hey, church, I'll see you next Sunday. I want you to contemplate that. I want to be wide awake. Let me pray one more time. Lord, bless them. Help us to be wide awake. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you, church. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks for joining us and for listening to Inspire Church Metro Podcast. Stay in the loop by checking inspiremetro.live.